Hey guys, welcome to Victory Church Online. We're so thankful that you're joining us here throughout your week to be encouraged and be challenged by the Word of God. Get ready to take some notes. Come on, let's give our God a great offering of praise. Come on, church. Amen. Welcome to everybody here, all of you that are watching online, all of our friends around the world. Welcome to Team Victory. Amen. I'm your backup quarterback. Pastor Mike Ware, unlike the worn out, used up old goat, Tom Brady, I'm still young, I'm fast, I've got lightning reactions. I mean, I can back up into the pocket, I can throw long, or if I see an opening, I can go right through the line and I can get a first down. Come on, somebody. I'm not having a pity party because I didn't make the playoffs. I didn't retire and quit. I'm still in the game. Are you in the game? I'm here to win. How about you? I've been telling you that week after week. I'm here to win games. Losing is not in my vocabulary. Failure is a word I never use. Defeat is a word that the other team has to use. And no matter what you're facing today, it is no hill for a stepper. Did you hear what I just said? It is no hill for a stepper. I'm telling you, if you can step high, you can step right over the top of every hill, every obstacle that you have in your life, every pressure, every strain, every stress. Come on, no hill for a stepper. I believe we have the power of God on our side. I'm not moved by the size of the opponent, the strength of the adversary or the power of the other team, because we've been filled with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said, when you have the Holy Spirit, you have what? Power. We got some power. We're a power team. I said, we're a power team. We're not called the Westminster Wimpies. We're team victory. We're here to win some games. I'm not here just to have a good game. I'm not here just to tie. I'm trying to win some games. I hope somebody's with me today. Are you part of the team that wants to win games? Let's do this again one more time. I want to hear a winning team. One, two, three, victory. Put your hand in the huddle. Are you ready? One, two, three, victory. Come on, that's what I'm talking about. Well, the devil better watch out. We're going to run him over today. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Over the last few weeks, I've been talking to you about a series called Stressed Out. Anybody stressed out? Don't raise your hand. Everybody's stressed out. Everybody's under pressure. We're worn out. We're tired. We're all of those kind of things. But I believe, I believe that I'm, I'm describing us. I mean, we're the ones who have been dealing with pressures in life. But uh, you know, you don't have to live with it. You don't have to get used to it. Or you don't have to be defeated by it. And so we need to quit sitting on the bench and complaining and get in the game. I think it's time for God's people to pop some leather. I'm talking about a little helmet-to-helmet action today. Anybody with me? Uh, listen, you want to hear this this morning? I want you to listen to what I'm about to tell you. Because this could be, maybe you only remember this the whole day, but I want you to listen to this. Your opponent will never receive first aid as long as you're sitting on the bench sipping Gatorade. So get your gluteus maximus off the bench. Quit getting splinters in your rear end because all you do is slide back and forth all day long. It's time to get dressed, get your uniform on, and get in the game. I'm here to lead you to victory. Come on, everybody snort a little bit. Amen. Come on, growl a little bit. 
Come on, howl a little bit. These people are crazy. I'm just, they're crazy. Just telling you. I got a secret. Anybody want to know how to win some games? Let me give you five, five secrets real quick. Number one, take care of business. If you want to win games, take care of business. When the game starts, don't mess around. Don't wait till you're behind before you suit up. Fill your mind with one thing. You're going to destroy your opponent. You're going to win. Number two, dominate your opponent. Satan never expects you to fight back. In fact, when he hits you on the field and knocks you down, he's expecting you to stay down. But you just need to let him know that, hold it right there, devil. I'm on the winning team and get back up again. Let me give you number three. You need a bone-crushing defense. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in. I mean, what a piece of cake. Do you realize that you have legions of angels? That God will send warring angels, ministering angels, guardian angels, archangels, cornerback angels, deep safety angels, tackling angels. Come on, is anybody here? We've got special team angels. Well, look, when you got the best defense in the league, who can beat you? Number four, you need scoring opportunities. As soon as I wake up in the morning and my feet hit the ground, can I tell you what? I'm looking for score, scoring opportunities, and I'm going to seize them. Because you know the first thing I do is I get with a coach in the morning, and he gives me a bunch of plays for the day. I tell you what, it's so much fun to go through the day when you've got some trick plays up your sleeve. Because Coach Jesus just gave you some. Let me give you the fifth way to win games is you need an elite quarterback. Thank you very much. Amen. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. I, know, I, I know. I understand. I got, I got it. Yep. I thank you. My mama thanks you. My daddy thanks you. My dog thanks you. Hold it right there. I'm just the backup quarterback. Our franchise quarterback is named Jesus. All I'm doing is just running the plays that he's calling. I'm going to tell you, these are the five ways you win games. In fact, you could sum up these five things into one word. It's the word determination. Determination. And if you're going to defeat stress, you've got to have three things. You need peace. We've talked about peace. How many of you got you some of that? Last week, I spoke about hope. That there's an anchor that God has given to us called hope. And it's, in the, it's anchored and rooted in the treasures of God behind the curtain, behind the inner sanctuary where the Father resides. You've got a hope in a most glorious place. But there's one more thing that you need to have if you're going to defeat stress and pressure in your life. You need some determination. As we say where I'm from, you need some fur on you. Winners have this undeterred look of determination. When I'm looking at you, I'm seeing a look in your eyes, a look of determination, a look of victory. What is determination? Let me give you some definitions, some words that define the word determination. It's willpower, it's, it's perseverance, it's tenacity, it's single-mindedness, it's perseverance, it's a bulldog spirit, it's having a resolve and confidence and courage and all those things. In fact, I don't have time to talk about all those words, but if I were to break down maybe three of those words today to try to help you understand determination, let me give you three words I think that will help you to become more determined so you can defeat 
and overcome stress and pressure in your life. Number one is the word tenacity. You've got to hold on and don't let go. Tenacity is just simply holding on and holding on and holding on. You know, life just drags you around, doesn't it? Sometimes you just want to let go and give up. I remember once we were at a cattle ranch in New Mexico with some friends of ours helping them with some cattle. And uh, I mean, we were out in the middle of nowhere there in New Mexico and, and we get off our horses. They have to open up a big uh, uh, wire gate. And so I'm holding three horses by the reins. And while they're wrestling that wire gate, something spooked the horses and jerked me back like this. And for about the next 50 yards, I'm dragged on the ground by three horses holding on to reins with one hand. Finally, they stopped. Now, I'm no hero because it was a five-mile walk back to the ranch, and I had cowboy boots on. (laughs) But I thought of that so many times that sometimes in life, even when life is dragging you around, you've got to hold on. Everybody say, hold on. on. Turn to your neighbor and say, hold on. Now, maybe I'm just naive, but... I hold on to the promises of God. I hold on to the word of God. I hold on to the blessings of God. I guess maybe I should, when times get tough, maybe I should just let go. But you know what? I just can't. Because I'm stubborn and hard-headed. Wait a minute. Did I hear an amen? (laughs) Stress will never defeat you. If you keep holding on to God, you've got to be like the woman with the issue of blood who crawled through the crowd and grabbed hold of the hem of the garment and did not let go until she felt virtue touch her and heal her. Some of you need to, in fact, here's how I'm thinking about it right now. You need to hold on to stress with an open hand and hold on to Jesus with a closed one. Hebrews 4 says this, it says, let us cling to him and never stop trusting him. You need to cling to Jesus. Hold on to Jesus. You need the tenacity, this determination that I'm not going to let go at all cost. Tenacity is having the determination of a bulldog. Everybody knows the reason why a bulldog has slits in his nose and so he can keep breathing while he's holding on. Come on, some of you need to keep breathing while you're holding on. Come on, let me hear you growl one more time. Tenacity is willing to fight to the end and never give up. Some of you have a, 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 a fight to the beginning, but you don't have a fight to the end kind of faith. You need to have some fight to the end kind of faith. You know, when I played sports, there was a thing called the second wind. Does everybody know about the second wind? You know, I mean, you can be plumb worn out. I mean, just worn out, tired. I mean, you're sucking air and everything else. And all of a sudden, you get a second wind. I mean, so a new passion, a new fire, a new power. Something comes over you. I mean, that's, that's called a second wind. You know, when I think about a second wind, I think about when God formed Adam He got the dirt together. You know what God did? It was lifeless until God breathed into him his life-giving breath. Second wind. 
I think of Ezekiel when God said, get the, get the valley of dry bones together and put them in a pile. And God breathed on those bones and they became an exceeding great army, a second wind. I think about when, when the disciples were full of fear and they were, Christ had been already crucified and they were full of fear for their own lives. They were hiding in a room. And all of a sudden, Jesus walks through the wall. And the Bible says in the book of John, he breathed on them life. And then a few days later, there was 120 in an upper room waiting for the promise of the Father. And the Spirit of the Lord showed up and the breath of God fell upon all of them. A second wind. A second wind. See, if you and I are going to have some determination, we've got to have some tenacity. We've got to hold on. God is ready to breathe his life into you. And I want you to know that when life knocks the breath out of you, God will breathe into you. Who's ever had the breath knocked out of them? Can I see your hands? Isn't that the worst feeling on the planet? You're sucking air or trying to, but you can't. That's what stress does to you. Knocks the breath out of you. Knocks the wind out of you. But I'm here to tell you one thing. God's got a second wind for you. He's ready to breathe his breath of life back into you again. Come on, how many of you want some of that right there? He's ready to give you divine CPR. To restore you, to rejuvenate you, to renew you. Everybody in this room, let's just take a deep breath right now. It's the Holy Spirit. Put your bulldog spirit on. You need some tenacity. God's got a second wind for you. Number two is the word perseverance. When I think of determination, I think of tenacity, and I think of perseverance. Don't be a quitter. I get ticked off at quitters. Antonio Brown. Tampa Bay Bucks. What is up with all that? In the middle of the game, he rips off his jersey, pulls off his pad, throws him up in the stands, he just walks off the field, he quits. I mean, you're never going to win a game that you're not playing in. And you can't be a winner and a quitter at the same time. Now, I've told you my story. I'm going to tell you my story again. I was 14 years old. I was in the eighth grade. I was a good basketball player. I still am. But uh, for whatever reason, the coach had me sitting on the bench. We were 22 points ahead. Why wasn't he putting me in? I was usually a starter. What's up? What's going on? I got so mad. I got so ticked off. I got so angry that at the end of the game, guess what I did? I quit the team. I pulled my jersey off, threw it in the stands. I just left and said, that's it. That's all of it. That was the stupidest thing I've ever done in my whole life. But it turned out to be one of the greatest lessons that has forged and formed my character ever since. Because that team went on to win the city championship. And on the front page of our city's newspaper was the championship team, and guess whose face was not in the team or on the team in that picture? Mine. You know what the Lord said to me? He said, you were a champion, but you quit. But who would have known I was a champion? I quit. 
But I'm going to tell you one thing. I made a decision that I would never quit anything again in my life. I'm talking about nothing. I am not going to quit. I can face stress, pressures every day. Sometimes it's heavy. I'm look, I'm just like you. I get tired. I get weary. I sometimes get tired of fighting. But I'm going to tell you one thing I never think about. I never think about quitting. Never. I'm not quitting. I don't care if I have to crawl on the field. I don't care if I'm sick or injured. I'm showing up. I told God, I said, I'm in it to win it. And I want to challenge you today, it's so much easier to quit than to go on. It's easier just to sit on the bench and throw in the towel. But as your quarterback, your backup quarterback, we need you in the game. There's a play that only you can run. You need to grab your helmet, get off the bench, sprint back onto the field, and have some, have some, some per, uh, per- perseverance and have some tenacity and to hold on and to hang on. Can I just tell you how to win against stress and pressure? It's just show up. Why don't you just show up? The devil keeps looking to see if I'm on the bench. But he always sees me on the field. I keep my uniform on. How about you? I'm just suited up at all times. Why not? What else do I have to do? Look, come on. Persevere. Don't quit. Just one more play, one more day, one more effort. That's all it takes. You can do it. Here's my advice for those of you that would like to hear it. I've said this many times in our church, but it fits right here. You need to hang in there like a hair in a biscuit. You ever seen a hair in a biscuit? You need to tell the devil today, I'm baked in. You're not pulling me out. The biscuit and I are one. Because I'm hanging in there. I said, I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. You know, perseverance is a lot like fighting a gorilla. You don't quit when you're tired. You quit when he's tired. So hang in there. Let me give you the third word. is the word persistence. You know, perseverance and persistence sound the same, but they're different. Uh, perseverance is more of an enduring. Uh, it's a holding on. It's an outlasting. It's like weathering the storm. But persistence is continuing on in spite of difficulties. In other words, it's just showing up day after day after day. It, it is a stubborn quality that I think most of you have. I think a lot of you are stubborn. You're hard-headed, and I know the reason why. Because you like having things your way. Am I right? Come on, somebody say amen or oh me. I mean, you're hard-headed. You fight till you win. You're persistent. The number one reason why we give up so quickly is because of our excuses. We need persistence. Find a way, not an excuse. And I think the greatest danger to losing a game to stress is the excuses you make. I'm tired. Oh, I'm just worn out. Oh, poor little old me. I've had such a rough week. Oh, it's been such a hard time. Oh, I'm just, I don't know if I can take anymore. You know, just enough is enough. You probably feel that way. You probably feel that way, but that's your emotions that are talking. 
You know, I'm not, we're not led by our emotions. We're led by faith. Amen. You just need to make up your mind that you're going to find a way. You're going, to, you're going to persist. Find a way, not an excuse. You know, every time you make an excuse, do you know what you're doing? I mean, somebody throws the yellow flag. You get a flag on the play. You get 15 yards for unsportsmanlike conduct or delay of game or offsides. See, every time you make an excuse, that's what's happening. You wonder why you're not winning the games. Well, you're going the wrong direction. As long as you protect your excuses, you'll never win a game. Did you hear what I just said? As long as you're protecting your excuses, make, a, make an excuse for your excuse. Well, I, I, deserve to, I deserve to lay down. I deserve to quit. I deserve. Every time you make an excuse, can I tell you what's happening? A victory eludes you. Amen. Every time. Amen. You know, I don't find any place in the Bible where, where God says, go back, turn back, just quit, just give up, don't try. In fact, in the book of Hebrews, it says, now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. God will have no pleasure in you if you turn back, quit, just throw in the towel. See, that's not persistence. Every place I read in the Bible, God says, go for it. Come on, press in. Use your faith. Don't back down. Plow through. Go on. You can do this. Every place I read. Can I give you some spiritual advice? In case you're not listening to anything I'm saying, can I just give you some spiritual advice? Galatians chapter 6, it says, And let us not grow weary while doing well. Let us not grow weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we don't lose heart. You know what that is? That's called persistence. If you just can hang in there long enough, you hold on long enough, can I just tell you right now, you will be the victor. You will be the victor. I think of the widow woman in Luke 18 who needed to be avenged of her enemies. She kept going to the unjust judge over and over again. He kept denying her, ignoring her, wouldn't even respond to her. But I'm going to tell you what, she was persistent. She just said, I know my rights. I know that you're not doing me right. I'm not backing down. I'm not giving up. I'm not quitting. And day after day after day, she kept coming to him. One Bible translation said that the judge finally gave in. He said, because you're wearing me out. It's time for you to start wearing stress out. You ought to start wearing pressure out. You know what ought to happen today? They ought to be carting, they ought to be carting your, your uh, stress off on a stretcher. And your pressure that you've been under, it ought, to be, I mean, it'd be, it ought to be so injured by the end of the game today that it's out for the season. That's what ought to happen. But the Bible says this woman kept pressing in over and over again. She persisted and the judge finally relented and relieved her from her adversaries. I want to read this to you, Luke 18, verse 7 and 8. It says, and, God shall, and shall God not avenge his own elect? who cry out day and night to him. He's talking about us being persistent. Though he bears long with him, I, I tell you, he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? You see, when you're persistent, you demonstrate your faith. 
As I said before, 95% of winning all battles is not necessarily knowing what to do. It's just showing up with your helmet on. Let me close with this little thought about persistence. Even the snail made it into the ark. The slowest of all creatures. We need determination. That means we need tenacity, perseverance, persistence. Don't let go. Hold on. Don't be a quitter. Find a way, not an excuse. You've been in these last three weeks the school of stress. You've been in the school of stressed out. And you've earned what I call a high-level degree. Displayed here today is your doctorate of stress management. There it is right there. And today I confer upon this distinguished and most noble gathering of scholarly students a degree you have well earned. You have demonstrated remarkable dedication. You have remained faithful in the worst of storms. You have had an unshakable determination to win in the most difficult of games. And you have displayed a fighting spirit with dedication that only a faithful man and woman of victory truly has. Today, it is my honor to bestow upon you this most prestigious award that's so befitting of your commitment to winning the battle of stress. I want you to stand on your feet and I want you to receive your honorary doctorate degree. You have completed with unparalleled success and outstanding marks the curriculum worthy of this award, your Ph.D. Amen. Today you stand as a, to remind the foes of stress and pressure in life that you've received the highest of honors and victories. Never again will stress and pressure win the battles of life. I congratulate you. I want you to take your imaginary hat, throw it up in the air. Come on, give yourselves a good hand. Air high five somebody. Give them an imaginary hip bump. Amen. You can be seated. Now you may not have even noticed this or figured it out yet, but this PhD that you've just received is greater than probably anything you can imagine. Because behind these three letters are three words. Peace, hope, and determination. It's the three things that I've been teaching you about in this school of stress. The peace that flows from the throne of God Peace that men can't understand, but it's the peace that Jesus had he gives to you. It's the hope, as I said earlier, that is found anchored in the treasures and the promises of God in the inner sanctuary where the Father is found. And his determination, your tenacity, your persistence, and your perseverance that have caused you to receive this honorary doctrine. Your P-H-D. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Amen. Those three letters, those three words stand as an eternal reminder of what God wants to see in your life. 
when the stress of life seems overwhelming to you, I want you to remember you have peace. When the pressures of life are weighing you down, I want you to know that you have hope. When all else seems to fail, I want you to hold on and hang on with tenacity, with perseverance and persistence to get to the other side and find your victory. We're so grateful that you're part of our online campus, or maybe you join us on Sundays and just weren't able to make the service. That's what this is for. We hope you guys have an awesome week, and we hope to see you Sundays at 10 a.m. or right back here at Victory Church Online.